Hello, my name's Kimberly, and I'm perhaps what you would call a modern day Feng Shui consultant. I can help you turn your home into the most supportive, calm, and peaceful space you can imagine. I'm here to guide and show you how to work with your home to unlock its power and magic. And in that, I'm committed to sharing the secret of this magical practice in a way that everyone can use. Episode 7. Where has this time gone? I am loving every second of doing this podcast and I'm loving hearing from all of you when you want to ask me questions or you've implemented something and you are just noticing those shifts in your house. It is just amazing and I'm so grateful for every single one of you who are listening, whether you're driving in your car, whether you're mooching around your home, going for a walk. Um, I hope I am keeping you company. So I obviously get a lot of questions from people when they are having difficulties with certain areas of their lives and a really common question that keeps coming up at the moment is about love and romance. Whether that is a partner that you already live with and you feel that the level of love and that level of romance needs to improve, you'd like it to improve, or whether you are wanting to call in that partner And I guess because it's coming up to Valentine's Day, whether this is something that you celebrate or not, I think it's a lovely topic to go through now because we all want that love and romance in our lives. And there's definitely things that you can do in your home to either improve that situation, your current relationship, or attract that new relationship in. So in a way, we go back to the basics with everything that we are looking to do intention-wise. We want to get rid of the bad energy in the home. And as you know, Feng Shui is all about intentions. What are your intentions when you are looking for love and romance? And you need to be very specific because it might be that you are already calling in partners, but they're just not the right type of person. So I say be very specific, but also be open to perhaps seeing what happens. If you haven't been on a date for a while, if you haven't had any interest, or you're meeting the same person, sort of throw that intention out there that you're open to meeting new types of people, to explore new types of people. And that's what you need to be thinking about when you are in your home and you are almost asking your home to help you in this situation. So anything that has previously happened, whether it's previous relationships or whether it's a current relationship and you're just wanting to start that new chapter of building that love again, you want to clear that bad energy and we can do that in a number of ways. So the first thing that I'm going to ask you to do is really have a look around your home. And when I say that, I also mean the loft, bedside, cabinets, drawers, anything like that, because you're going to be looking for anything that has any negative emotion, and therefore a negative emotion is negative energy associated with a previous relationship. So, 
It might be photos. It might be letters. It might be even places that you've visited and you still have tickets and you're still holding on to that. The decluttering process is still just as important when you are looking for love and relationships as it is for wealth. So in wealth, we went through all of how to look for things in your bookcase. It might be books that you've previously had, lanyards that you've had from previous jobs. It might be bank statements, anything triggering like that. And it's the same for love and romance. Anything that can just trigger those feelings of any insecurities or sadness or just attracting the wrong person. Sometimes this might also be clothes. So you might have some items of clothing. So for example, if you still have a wedding dress and you're no longer in that relationship, I'm not saying that you have to absolutely get rid of everything, but how does it make you feel? If you look at that wedding dress and think, wow, that's, you know, it was such a beautiful day, then that's great. If you look at it and just think, oh my goodness, like it just gives negative energy, try just shifting it into your garage. I do this with things that when I'm not sure how I feel about upcycling, recycling, sending it to the charity shop, whatever it is that I'm doing with it, I'll put it in the garage. And if after a month, I've not thought about it and I'm okay with decluttering that part of my life, then it goes to the charity shop. So if it feels edgy to get rid of it, but also it feels edgy to keep it, just try that like middle ground of just moving it out of your home and see how that makes you feel. Now, it doesn't have to be as significant as a wedding dress. It could be an outfit that you've worn on dates or something that you've taken on holiday. It could be something that you've bought from a holiday when you've been in a relationship before. Or if it's the same relationship that you're in now, the current relationship, but you've had unhappy times where you don't feel secure and happy and loved. Do you have anything in your home that reminds you of that? So it might be something that they've bought you at a a time that wasn't that happy. It might be a canvas that you bought on holiday, it could be anything like that. All of those things need to be cleared out of your home and you don't have to throw them away. But I think by giving them away, not having that energy in your home, it will allow you just to breathe a little bit and not be filled with this constant feeling of negativity about those relationships because what you're doing is you're calling in something new so you don't want to be held back in that energy. So that's the first thing, really dig deep around your home because I was having this conversation with somebody a few months ago and she said I've got a picture of my first ever boyfriend upstairs in the loft just in case my daughter ever wanted to see it and I get that but If that was somebody that was looking to then call in somebody new, you have all of those old memories still there. And just because it's in your loft doesn't mean that the energy isn't filtering into your home, especially because often it's above where we sleep. So that energy can just come down into our bedrooms and that's not what we want. So once you have got all of those clothes out, got the photos out, got the tickets, the memories or whatever it is, and you've got rid of them, 
you now need to then clear out that bad energy. So this is where if you're going through things, I would keep the window open when you're doing it, for example. Keep that back door open, especially if you are taking things out of your back door to your garage. So that's how I get rid of things in my home. I take them downstairs, it goes through the kitchen and out the back door and into the garage. So even that has a trail of energy. So I just leave that back door open just for a little bit, just to clear that energy. And again, if you like, you can sage the home afterwards. You can sage that area. If you don't have sage, you can just use a candle and it just burns that energy. Obviously, I always say this, be careful with sage and candles if you're going around your home. Um, But have those windows open, let that energy go. And it is, you know, it's a process. Once you've closed those windows and doors, then open up the front door. And again, this is where your intention is really important because when you open that front door, what is it or who is it that you are calling into your life? And just take a moment to really feel it because when you feel it, your vibration, your energy changes and that is what you want. You want your energy to change around that situation of either bringing in somebody new or improving the relationship that you currently have. If you want to take this clearing of energy one step further, and this isn't for everybody, I know this, but you could even write down your feelings, how you feel, how you felt before, and you can burn them outside. So it's almost like you're burning through those thoughts, the things that have happened, and therefore they no longer exist. I did this when I was looking at my wealth and I burned all of my previous pay slips, anything that related to previous jobs because I was looking for this new career and I didn't just want to put it in the bin obviously because it is more sensitive information but that feeling of burning them for me was this real like finite process. That part of my life was done and I'm welcoming in something new. So if there's something from previous relationships, your current relationship that you just don't want to be around anymore, you can write it down and you can just simply burn it outside. Again, please be careful if you are setting fire to things in your garden. And I can confirm that my neighbour must think I'm absolutely bonkers because she'll hear me opening my door, welcoming the good energy, opening the back door, getting rid of the bad energy. And now I'm burning things. I've had my metal out in the moonlight this week and I've had my crystals out. (laughs) But I think I've just got to the point where I just own it now. I am out, I am loud and I'm proud to be the feng shui consultant that I am. So let's look internally into the house now. So your love and relationship area is in your southwest area of your home. If you haven't ever used a compass before, the easiest way is to use the one on your phone. Most phones have them. If not, there's a compass app that you can download and you put your hand out flat in front of you, put your phone on your flat palm, take off any jewellery because that affects the magnet inside of the phone and whilst keeping your body still, just pivot around in a circle until you find that southwest area. Now, what you might find is if you live in a house that isn't that perfect rectangle, that maybe the southwest area of your home is missing. And if you listen to my podcast 
a couple of weeks ago, the nine areas of your home, that's where I explained that in Feng Shui, we look at the areas of your home because each of those relates to an area of your life. And if you're missing these areas, sometimes that can then cause the issue in that area. And really the only way to fix this is by having an analysis done. And that way we can put remedies in place to almost square off those areas. However, if you live in a rectangle house, you will have that southwest area. So point your phone until it says southwest and walk as far as you can in that direction. Obviously, the size of these areas differs according to the square footage of your home. So the larger your home, obviously the larger that southwest area is. But if you want to be as specific as possible, just go as far as you can on that wall in around that area, then that is your love and relationship area. I would place anything here that reminds you of what you are calling in, again, whether it's in a current relationship or a new relationship. And I find visual tools such as photos and pictures really, really powerful because you can look at a picture of, say, a couple walking along a beach hand in hand and you can feel it. You can just feel that beautiful energy. And even if you don't have a picture of you and your partner doing that, you can just buy a beautiful postcard. You can put that on the side there. Whatever it is to you that feels romantic, that feels full of love, that is stable, is supportive. It could be two people going out for a meal. It could be going on holiday. It could just be sat in the garden together. That visual affirmation of what you want to call in is super powerful. You can also repeat this, any of these things in your bedroom, because the bedroom is for relaxing and for rest and for romance. So whatever is in your Southwest area, you can also repeat in your bedroom. So having a photo like that in your bedroom would work. In my house, I have an ornament of a couple dancing together because I look at it and I see that it's love, it's romantic, it's fun. And it really brightens me up when I see it. So I have one of those in our bedroom because I think it's a beautiful ornament. It's very, very personal to each person. But for me, I love that. The other thing I would say is quite often people might have a heart shape of something, which is lovely. But whatever you have like that, you need to have two of because you don't want just to have one heart in the relationship. You want to have two. And the other day I saw a beautiful ornament. It had two hearts intertwined in each other, which was beautiful. The other thing that you can do is have some crystals perhaps that again represent love. So a rose quartz and some clear quartz. And you will see these on my website. I'm selling these as a little let in the love kit. And these are quite powerful crystals. They look beautiful as well. And it's all about creating that love energy in that southwest corner of your home and also in your bedroom. So crystals might also help. I would also write down what it is that you are wanting to call in. What is your intention? Because when you write it down, it really makes you think about exactly what it is that you want in your life. And I would keep it in that area. Quite often, 
what I do is I write it on a piece of paper and I fold it up really small and I put it underneath my crystals because I feel that the crystals just give that affirmation those superpowers. Finally in the home I would also just think about really removing any sharp objects that are on show. So for example especially if your southwest area is in your kitchen because you might have knives out and I say this from personal experience because our knife rack was in our love and relationship area, love and romance area, which is not obviously a good thing to have. So really think about what's there. If it is in your kitchen area, you might have the oven in there, for example, which is that quite that fiery energy. So think about the colours in that southwest area. Are they soft? Are they beautiful? Do they represent that flowing of love? Too much red in this area will bring fiery energy. So just be careful of the colours that are used in this area. The other colour that I would say to avoid for love and romance in the bedroom is purple. Because purple in the bedroom in Feng Shui relates to sexual frustration. And again, that's not something that you want with your partner if you're looking to call in a partner. So I would get rid of anything purple. Also, just going back to your bedroom, having two of everything, having space for a second person coming into your life if you don't already have a partner is really important. So is your bed made for two people or does it very much look like one person lives in that bedroom? I know somebody that actually cleared space in their wardrobe for when she met the right person because, again, it's like, do they have space to fit into your life. So in the kitchen, would there be space for them to sit down and have dinner with you on the sofa? Does it look like there's space for a person in there? It's all about intention with Feng Shui, as you know, and the practices that I've said today is just to get you thinking about it in a slightly different area. I know that in all of the areas that we cover in Feng Shui, sometimes you can get a lot of frustration and that frustration is going to put you in a negative mindset, which therefore gives a negative energy. So one of the things that I would like to recommend today, if you haven't already read it, is a book called The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. This was the very first, I say spiritual, in inverted commas, book that I ever read. It's super easy to read, very small snippets of information, but it just talks about frequencies and vibrations and just how we attract more things into our lives by being happier in ourselves and just being aware of our thought process. So if you would like to talk to me in more detail, if you really were looking to have a home analysis specifically for love and romance, then we can, of course, have a conversation about that. So I'm going to leave you with that today. I hope you loved every second. If you did, please share it. Please send it on to your friends if they are looking to improve their love and relationship in their life. And until next week, thank you and so much love, Kimberly. Kimberly.